uh, or two. Uh, we'll see here. And begin with verse 7. Begin with verse 7. And now you understand that you understand that Jesus is talking to his disciples just before he's going to the cross and to be crucified. And he has informed them that he is going away. And he has observed in the previous verses that they are sorrowful, sad, because he's leaving. And then we come to verse 7. He says, nevertheless. Uh, Nevertheless is a word that is a conjunction, which means it connects what was said to what he's about to say. In other words, he has not reached the end of, of, of what he wants to say. And uh, the word nevertheless is not just a simple conjunction, but it is more than that. It means that in addition to or, uh, or in spite of what was said previously, here's what's really uh, we need to focus on. This is really the thing that we need to get to. And so here we are, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage, everybody say advantage, um, that, you, uh, that I go away. Some translations say profitable. It's profitable. Uh, others say it's better. Isn't that interesting? Jesus said it's better if I go away. And then one translation actually says it is best. It is best that I go away. Uh, For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And so Jesus is, 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 has told the disciples that he's leaving. He has something he has to do. And, and he says, you can't come with me in, the, in doing this. But he said, I got something better for you. Uh, uh, actually, if I leave, things will become better. And, and, and the coming of the Holy Spirit has made, uh, has made it better for her humanity, for Christians, for God's people, and uh, uh, throughout the earth. And so we, uh, we, we need to recognize the privilege we have of living in today's uh, time. This is a good time. I don't care what the 5 o'clock news says, the Internet news says, or any other news. I tell you the good news is Jesus said that, that it's better. Uh, I like to say it this way. There's a better time coming if I go away. And we're in it, folks. I said we're in it. Amen. And so, you know, you read the book of Acts, and if you're not careful, you think of it as a history book, you know, and, and it's a history of a record of the early church, and, and it's an amazing record of, of uh, a condensed version, but amazing version of what happened in the first 30 years of the church, and approximately that. And so, so it's amazing. And so... Uh, Sometimes people long for that. They look back and say, uh, we wish we would be in the book, the days of the book of Acts. And the truth is we are. The Holy Spirit came and he's not left. Actually, the Greek language suggests that he has continued, continually coming and being present uh, ever since. 
And so, so, so he's here. And he's, he's here. He's bringing us something better. He's bringing us something that is, is, is going to be really, really good in our lives. And so uh, I just want to tell you that, that we are privileged to be together one with another, but we're also privileged to gather together in the presence of the Spirit of God. And be, why? Because he is, he is the member of the Godhead that is present in the earth, active in the earth, and uh, you, whatever uh, demonstrations and manifestations that you would want to talk about that God does in the earth uh, is, is, is through the Holy that the Godhead does um, uh, visions and dreams, uh, working of miracles and, and, and healing and, and revelation and things of that nature, all being or, done, orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. And so uh, uh, it, when I was called to preach, I was privileged to have a vision of Jesus appearing from about here on up. I saw a great big giant Jesus full of glory, uh, surrounded by the glory of God, glistening white uh, glory. So bright you can't really find words to describe it. And, 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 And he pointed his finger at me and said, I've called you to preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach uh, the gospel to every creature. Well, you know, uh, and we say Jesus appeared to me, but yet it was the Holy Spirit that orchestrated that vision. Amen. He's the one that brought that. Jesus didn't leave the throne, the right hand of the Father, and said, I think I'm going to go visit Marvin today. You know, kind of thing. No, it's by, he does, but it's by his Spirit. And it's amazing how he can do things for you at the same time. He's the greatest multitasker there is. Amen. And so uh, sometimes people brag about their uh, multitasking abilities, and I just want to say uh, there's a better one. No matter how good you are, there's another one that's uh, out, out, outclassed everyone, and that's the Holy Spirit who is with everyone all at the same time. And, and is working if all of our if we, all of us prayed at the same time and all had a different prayer request, he is well able to take care of them all. And he does not get the mail mixed up. Do you understand what I mean? How many of you've ever got mail in your box and you looked at it? Well, that's addressed to somebody I have never heard of before. And you know what I'm saying? It just happens. And so, but he never does that. He never does that. And so, so anyway, uh, we might get it mixed up, but he doesn't. And so it's wonderful to be here, uh, to be there. And so what has he come to do? To make things better, make you and I better in the first place, better people. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. How many of you look at your life and you'd say, I really want to be a better person? Well, there's a, somebody been sent to do that. Somebody's been sent to do that. And, and he will help you. But, you, you know, you've got to open the book. You've got to open the Bible. And, and you've got to, and you got to push, put, your, take, uh, put yourself in the prayer time. You know, Brother Hagin talked about... <laughs> 
he didn't feel like praying. And he said, he, you know, he lived in a parsonage right beside the church. And he said, he said it was, he knew, he, he knew he needed to go pray. He didn't feel like praying. So he said, I got myself by the ear and just walked myself across the yard to the church to pray. <laughs> How many of your parents ever got you by the ear? You know, those business, what, you know what I'm saying? And I know that my dad in church, especially that was his thing, you know, get you by the ear when you're, when you're not quite paying attention like you should or, or whatever it was, you know. And uh, when there were six boys, he had his hands full, you know. And uh, I thought when I was a little older, I thought I was far enough away he couldn't reach me. But he could reach me somehow. I don't know if he had this Mr. Gadget electric uh, elastic arm or something. <laughs> Woo! You know, kind of thing. But anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it was a startling moment. But anyway, so the Holy Spirit is here to make us better people. And that is a hope that we have to become better people and to grow, to, to, for things to change. We're born again. But, man, if you were like I was, I, after I got born again, uh, came to the Lord and uh, started going to church, you still had to take me by faith. I, did, I didn't look saved. I didn't smell saved. I probably didn't act too saved, you know. I mean, you know, they, they had... Long hair and, and 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 mustache and bell bottom jeans and boots and the silk shirt and drove a Firebird, you know, and all that and thought I was cool, you know. I wish I still had that car. It's worth a lot now. <laughs> anyway, and so, so anyway, so so here I came. But you know what happened? God used people in that little church. The Holy Spirit uh, started working through them. That's what's the value of coming, showing up. Is 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 it allowed? You just never know who's going to work, who's going to who who God's going to use to to work in your life. You know, I've had people that didn't even like me that God used, or I didn't like them. One of the two, you know. It's amazing, you know. So you just, you just, you know, I, 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 you just let God work. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, take a deep breath and just relax right now. Do it and do another one. I think I think we've had a busy week. Just relax out a little bit. Amen. Why? Here's what I want you to know. It's you seldom are able to receive much if you're uptight. If you're uptight. Why? Because, you see, when I'm uptight, I'm working on me, getting me. Uh, it's me. It's, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing my best. And when you're receiving from God, you've got to understand that my part is to show up to believe and and to participate through the word and obey, but I, the rest of it, I'm going to tell you something. God, you have to let God work in your life. You let the Holy Spirit work in your life. He's the one that reaches inside and brings those things uh, up to par that need to be uh, need to be changed. You know, and uh, so so we need to 
We need to, we need to understand. This is so much better, folks. Amen? And then the Christian life, you know, we study the Word, and, and, uh, and, and we, want, we see things there. We see some statements there, and, and I've, I've read statements in the Bible that just absolutely made me turn the page real fast. How many of you have ever had that? You know, it's like, my God, I don't know if I can. You want me to do what? You know, and so <laughs> I said, I need some help here. So, you know what I'm saying? And so we're glad for the Holy Spirit to help us in that. Isn't that right? And so we glad for that. Reinhard Bunk, he said this. He said, without the Holy Spirit, we are not as God visualized us. He has a vision of who he wants us to be. But we won't be that without the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so uh, he gets a little tougher. He says that, he said that, he said, without the Spirit, he said, we do not qualify as useful to God. Isn't that amazing thought? I thought well, well, how many of you have ever been to the place where, you know, you're confronted with your own uh, helplessness to change something and, 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 and you don't want to admit it. It's like the guy that came into my office one day totally just dumped. How many, have you ever had that, Brother Greg? And just dumped. He just dumped it right there on the desk. <laughs> it was just, it's just big pile, you know, <laughs> of, of problem, problems, all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and so finally, I let, he stopped, and I said, I said, brother, would you admit that you are, unless God helps you, you're helpless to change that. And I remember him straightening his shoulders up a little bit. And he said, well, I don't know if I'd say that. But here's what I found out. That sometimes we've got to admit our helplessness to take care of something in order to position ourselves for the help that the Holy Spirit wants to bring into our lives. In other words, by, by admitting my helplessness... I am allowing room for the Holy Spirit to help me. I mean, if he's the helper and he helps, then I must be the helpee. Is that a word? I don't know. It should be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen. I'm a helpee. Isn't that right? I'm the... I'm the anyway. All right. So we need to we need to make sure that we do uh, that we recognize he's the one we need. We are in need, folks. We are needy people. I am. I'm a needy person standing here in front of you tonight. I need him. I need his special working. I need his unlimited operations that A.B. Simpson talked about. I need the the uh, triumphs of grace and power in my life from him, uh, orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. I need that. I need the power of the Spirit of God to become who, the, who God wants me to be. I need help. I don't know if you are at that place uh, uh, where you say, you look at your life and say, you need help. Look in the mirror and say, my God, you need help. 
I saw a Facebook thing the other day where somebody looked in the mirror first thing in the morning. He said, that can't be accurate. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) we need help, folks. And he's here. And here's what a lot of the Christian life is, learning how to cooperate with him. How many of you have ever seen somebody trying to help somebody, but the person they were trying to help continually got in the way? And the help didn't go very well, did it? It frustrated the one who came to help. And, and uh, so, so here we are tonight. And I want us to realize that that one of the ways, there are a number of ways that we can cooperate with the Holy Spirit, but I just was impressed tonight that we are to uh, take uh, some time and yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, to the work of the Holy Spirit, and just begin to, uh, uh, out of our hearts, as a congregation together, just worship and praise God for a period of time. Not, 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 not wait for the music to go. Uh, not wait for Marvin Yoder to sing a song because that wouldn't work. But unless there's an extremely strong anointing, and uh, uh, and so, but but there's something happens in the praise, in in our praise, in our worship. And it allows the Holy Spirit room to work in our lives. It's an amazing thing that happens. We open ourselves up. We yield ourselves to Him. We allow Him to touch our lives in places we would normally not. And, and so one of the things that's of value is, Jeremiah said this, Jeremiah said this in 17, 4, 14. He said, heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. He said, save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. What, what happens? Things happen. Holy Spirit moves when we praise God, when we worship God. And so there's this opening. Paul said it this way in 1 Corinthians 14, 15. He said, I will sing in the, with the Spirit, and I will sing in my understanding. He said in Ephesians chapter 4, he said, be filled with the Spirit, uh, uh, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. What is that? It's, it's allowing, cooperating with the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to work, letting Him do what He does. Amen? Uh, there are, uh, uh, I would, I, I'm going to say it as kindly, as gently as I can, and with as much compassion as I can, there are a lot of problems in this room. I have some of them. You, each one of us has problems that we're facing, issues, uh, needs. Um, some, there are addictions and, and, and to various things. It, can be, it doesn't have to be an illegal substance or something like that. It can be something normal, but we're, it's beyond the level that it should be. And, and it's affecting other areas of our lives. And we, we need to get a balance back in our lives and the holy spirit can help us with that 
And uh, there are people here tonight that, that uh, quite frankly, I just, I'm speaking by the Spirit, your perspective on some things has to change in order for you to be able to walk in, in what God has planned for you. Ask God to change how you look at things. Amen. And so I'm just sharing with you tonight, there's a great need here tonight. I've just been stirring and sensed, sensed this for, for several days now. I've been carrying it in my spirit about, about, about this and how God wants to do something and how he wants to come in and at the end of this service, we'll be a better people. We'll be, this would be to our advantage to let him work, let him move, let him uh, do what no man can do. Amen. And, uh, and so I'm just going to ask you to stand with me if you'd like, if you'd like, and if you would, and, and we're going to take a little bit of time. One of the things that happens also corporately when we start doing this, it changes the spiritual temperature. Meaning that the expectation level goes up. Isn't that right? And, uh, 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 you know, if you come in here and the room's too warm, you want that temperature set uh, to a place where it will eventually cool off. Isn't that right? In the wintertime, you want it to warm up. In other words, you want a right temperature that will work. That is, that, 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 that for, for the occasion. And the Holy Spirit loves to show up in, uh, when the temperature's right, when the spiritual attitude or the spiritual outlook, the spiritual expectations are at the level that, that, uh, where we can receive. Hallelujah. So let's just, uh, let's just begin real simple, just where you're at, and, and, and be real. Just be real. Uh, God knows who you are, and, and, and let's be authentic uh, before God tonight, and just let Him work in our lives, and just uh, as we begin, just say, just lift your hands and say, "Lord, I want to, I want you to work in my life tonight." In the name of Jesus, Lord, we do. Holy Spirit, I thank you. We invite you in to to, to work in our lives, to move in our lives, to touch our lives, to shape our lives, to set us free, to do what needs to be done, to open our eyes to things that we need to see, help us to see things correctly, to know what these things mean. All of these these needs, these problems, these issues, the the addictions and the afflictions and things that that that, that have have plagued us. And and we need help, Holy Spirit. We need help tonight. We need help tonight. We need help. You're the helper, and we acknowledge you. You're the helper, and, and we honor you. We acknowledge you are the helper. You are the pro that's been called in to fix what, 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 what we cannot do. And so, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here tonight. You're here with what we need. And so we worship you and magnify you. Now, just go ahead and just begin to, uh, uh, you know, you can do various things with your, with your physical, uh, physically. Uh, you can lift your hands. You can hold your hands out front. Um, uh, I encourage you to do something physically to show God that you're involved uh, to, to, so that the, 
you are uh, you do something. It doesn't have to be the same as somebody else. But uh, some of you are going to call on God in a loud voice. Others of you are going to be quietly, more quiet. That's okay. Some of you won't be more demonstrative. That's okay. Some of you are going to be real, uh, uh, um, you know, you're not going to move around much. And that's okay too. But, but the issue is to let God work. So we just worship you and we just magnify you and we just, we just honor you, Lord God, that you have seen fit to be the head of the church and, uh, and, and, and you have called us into the body of Christ. You bid us come and, and we, 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 we thank God that we answered the call to be a part of the body of Christ. And, and, and without you, we acknowledge, Lord Jesus, without you, we can do nothing. And yet, you sent the Holy Spirit to help us do what we cannot do so that we can become who you visualized us to be. And so we worship you and praise you. Now just begin to forget about your neighbor. Just forget about everybody else. Just go ahead and focus in on God. And just begin, just worship him. Just praise him. And, and some of you may walk around. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. Uh, you know, it's just how, you know, we're loving on God. We're ministering to God. We're, we're, we're acknowledging his presence and we're, we're just, we're just people that come to God and acknowledge a great God in our midst. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Some of you will uh, worship Him in understanding. Some of you will worship Him in spirit. Hallelujah. Morida masangli um dele ha 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 ye sabande le moha da oh it's it's you Lord that we that we need it's you Lord that 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 is in this place and it's you Lord that we acknowledge that can help us in a mighty way your power it's not by military might it's not by physical strength. But it is by your spirit, by the spirit of God, that these things are going to be done and working. And we worship you. We bless you. Honor you. Glorify you. We exalt you. Oh, we glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Magnify you, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, We love you, Lord. We draw close to you. 
We come to the throne of grace, yes, Lord, for help and mercy in time of need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. You are moving, Lord. I I know you're working, Lord. I know you are. By your Spirit, you're in this place. Hallelujah. You are glorious, you are powerful, you are mighty, you are majestic, you are worthy, hallelujah. Out of our heart we worship you. Out of our inner being we worship you. Out of our our spirit we lift praise to you. We honor you. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Glorify you, glorify you. Lord, we press in, we press in closer, Lord. Lord, we press in for more, more, more than what you've ever done before. Hallelujah. More anointing, more of your presence, more of your power. More of your knowledge, more of your wisdom. Hallelujah. We press in, Lord. We press in, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 we glorify you, hallelujah, you are worthy, Lord, you are amazing, oh, hallelujah, you are awesome, Lord, you are beyond what we can even imagine. Hallelujah. Touch our lives now. Chains broken. Healing coming. Sickness and disease removed. Needs met. Provision coming. Opened up for opportunity. Doors of opportunity opened up in the name of Jesus. Freedom. Freedom. Guilt and shame removed in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, worship you. 
and magnify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You Lord of my custom. You the Lord my tadaso. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Just, just quietly lift your hands up to the Lord and, and just worship Him. Just reverence uh, yourself before God and acknowledge His presence with uplifted hands. And we worship you. Yes, Lord. We honor your presence in this place. Holy Spirit, thank you for speaking to hearts. Thank you for bringing answers that people need. And in this quietness, revelation come forth, that which has not been known to be revealed in Jesus' name. Communicate to them what, what they have desired to know and need to know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are transforming us. You are transforming us with the truth of your word and with by the power, by your power, transforming us into people beyond mere mortals, but people who are the very image of God, likeness of God, reflecting God. Hallelujah. Oh, reflecting a God who works in in us, in us, and through us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for accepting us right where we are, the way we were. But you also, I thank you that you care about us so much that you didn't leave us that way. You are changing us. You are helping us. You are glorifying us. In the name of Jesus, help us to see the truth of your word. Help us to see clear, more clearly what Jesus really did for us at the cross. How he came and identified with man so that in his resurrection that we might identify with him and with God, with Christ, in Christ, be in Christ, and how that we can, we can uh, access the things of heaven through the shed blood and that we have been made into someone that's pleasing in your sight, Lord, and someone that you never give up on, someone that you continually work on day in and day out to the extent that we let you. And, Lord, we just, right now, we purpose in our hearts, we purpose in our hearts to be better worshipers, to be better praisers, to be better at yielding ourselves to you and just letting us, uh, uh, letting you touch us and, and opening ourselves up more to you for we do truly desire to be better people better people and we know that better has come to be deposited in us 
and to be brought forth in us and through us. Oh, hallelujah. 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 In this atmosphere, just one more time, lift your hands up and say, Fill me, Lord, with your spirit, with your spirit, afresh and anew. In the name of Jesus. Some of you have been filled with the Spirit a long time. But, but you know, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, you can't get wet on yesterday's rain. And nor can you live on an experience of the past. But today is today. And today I need to be filled afresh and anew. And I know many of you as well. Let's, let's lift our hands. Let's just believe right now. Ask him, fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord, to overflowing. Not just fill me up to the top, but overflowing, 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 overflowing. We're not just asking for ourselves, but we want overflow for our relatives and our families. We want overflow for our neighbors. We want overflow for our workers, co-workers, and for the people we meet on the street and in the stores and in our world. Overflow. We're asking for overflow, 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 much more, much more. And we yield. We're receiving. We take hold of more. We take hold of more. We're receiving right now. We're, we've got our hearts open. Fill us up. You're filling us. To, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord. Filled up. Hallelujah. And so the Lord would say that you are right in coming to me and opening yourselves up so that I can do what I desire to do. And so shall be, uh, there be days coming uh, when that which has been done, even in this hour, shall show forth. And you'll marvel at the new way that you will be able to function in the days to come. So come, you are right in coming to me and allowing me to work in your lives and to touch you as no man can. For surely, surely I'm bringing you forth. I'm bringing you forth. Yea, I have sent the helper to bring you forth. And surely he is able to do that. Yea, the power, my power rests in him to do that which I desire, says the Lord. And I will work it in you what I have planned. Yea, even before you were born, and surely you shall come forth. So do not stay far away. Do not look from afar. Do not draw back, but press in, for surely I am a good God. I have all good things for you. And as you draw closer to me and closer to me and nearer to me, surely my goodness shall increase and my mercy shall be greater and my faithfulness shall become apparent to you in greater measure and greater degree. And you will marvel, yea, even at those times when you will be caught in the middle of my spirit moving and human people receiving and you will be caught right in the middle as a vessel says the lord and i will use you in a way that you have not yet been used heretofore says the lord so rejoice for surely i am here says the lord 
Hallelujah. Just lift your hands up and worship him. Just magnify him. He is a good God. He's an amazing God. Hallelujah. 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 He has come to help you, not to harm you. He has come to, 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 to bring order and clarity to you, not to bring chaos and weirdness. Okay? We, uh, there may be things that you never saw before, and that's okay. But he is a God of order. He is a God of, 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 of that plans and he purpose, has a purpose in your life. He will work according to the purpose that he has for your life. And he's doing it even now in this room in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you can sense the Holy Spirit moving in your lives, touching your lives and helping you in ways? It's amazing. He knows where you live. And that's okay. When I was a young man, not know, didn't know anything about God, and the preacher would say, he, God knows where you are. That scared me. You know what I'm saying? But when you understand, I didn't have a right picture of God. I didn't know the Holy Spirit would come and he would make things better. I thought he would come and get me. I figured that if God ever noticed me, he'd flick me off the end of his finger and and into oblivion, uh, uh, who knows where, outer space somewhere, and and I'm gone, you know. And uh, I I just didn't know. I didn't know. I thought he'd surely find something wrong with me. Well, the truth is he can find something wrong in all of us that needs, but he's here to fix it. He's not here to condemn. Isn't that right? And, And he... How can I say that? You can be seated if you want. It's up to you. I just I want to describe to you just for a moment the heart, if I can, a little bit, the heart God has for you. He longs for you. The psalmist described it this way. He said, if I am at the gates of hell, you are there. You didn't give up. People give up on God, but he doesn't give up on you. He doesn't give up on anyone out there. He's believe, he, he, he goes after people, people that don't pay any attention to him, and he's longing for them to turn to him. His heart is to help you. His heart is to fix things. His heart is to lift you up over the obstacles that are in front of you and get you past that into a place where you walk forward and you can look back and whatever whatever problems that was is a memory, a faint memory. I kind of remember how it was. Hallelujah. And so we need to recognize that. God... The Holy Spirit works principally in two ways. One is by his presence and power like this. The other is through his word. And, and, and so he is called 
uh, in, in John chapter 16, verse 13, he is called the spirit of truth. He is the spirit of truth. In other words, he is so like, so connected, so, so the same as the truth that he's called the spirit of truth. He is the person of truth that's here. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, he comes to work truth in us. I can remember years ago, I showed up on a Wednesday night at this little storefront church that I, uh, I was attending, and we thank God for those little churches that sprung up back in the charismatic renewal. I mean, I, can, I, I, mean, I got into spirit-filled things when churches like, that weren't, like this weren't around. They were hard to find. I mean, you might find some spirit-filled denominational churches, but you didn't find churches like this. Uh, and and uh, and I remember walking in there one Wednesday night. It was a little late, and I didn't know they had a guest speaker. And and so I sat down quickly, and and I don't remember what he talked about. Um, after he got done preaching, he he said, "Young man." And I looked up because I'm the only, I'm the youngest person there. You know, I'm in my early 20s. And, and, and I, I'm well aware of my great need for God. And that my only hope is God. I don't know how to yield to him very well. I don't know how to, I don't know much. I'm just, I know enough to show up and that's about it. How many of you remember those days? That's about all we knew. And he said, young man. And so he had my attention and he said, he said, I see that you're not reading your Bible. And I'm immediately uh, thinking to myself, thank you for embarrassing me. (laughs) But it was the truth. I had almost quit reading my Bible because I was just getting nothing out of it. I couldn't figure out the book. I mean, I'm a great reader. I mean, I, I read, 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 and read most of the books in the uh, in the school library and things of that. So that wasn't the problem. I mean, I, the problem is not that I'm a dummy. You know what I'm saying in that sense, and so or hard to learn. I just couldn't figure out what this stuff meant. And so the, the, the minister said, I see that you're not reading your Bible. He said, but, but it is the job. And then he went on and said, because you can't understand it. I said, that's true. And then he said, but your job is to read it. And it is the Holy Spirit's job to show you what it means. You know, that transformed my life. That's when the spirit of truth got actively engaged. I, I, I learned how that when I looked on, when I opened the pages to let him show me, I expect him to show me the truth of God's word. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't learn good study habits. I mean, I... I, I teach Bible interpretation and, and principles and in, in, in Rhema at the college. 
and have in other places as well. So I believe in good, solid principles. And we need those uh, because there has been a few times when I thought I heard the Lord. How many of you have ever been there? You thought you heard the Lord, and it really wasn't. It was, and the reason it wasn't is because it was, did not line up with the truth. You know what I'm saying? And even though uh, sometimes I, I, I had some great ideas, but if it didn't line up with the Word, I had to give up those great ideas and go with what the Word said. And so, um, and so, so here I am with the Spirit of truth, and He is now showing me, verse 13, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, I like to say, He has come. He has come. Jesus said it this way, when the spirit of truth has come, and I like to say it this way, well, he's already here. So since he's here, what will, what will he do? He will guide me into all truth. He's going to open the book, open my understanding of the Bible. Okay? How many of you have ever had a passage of the word a verse in the Bible, and you wondered what in the world that meant. And I have to tell you, if you'll depend on him, he may not show it to you right away, but he will show you. He will show you. And, and, and But now I'm just going to tell you, you're going to have to learn to open your Bible and look at the, ver- look at, look at the Word. Look at the Word. You're going to have to spend some time there. And if you want to know more than you know now and how to cooperate with him because he will help you learn to walk in truth. Uh, and, and, and as a result of learning how to walk in truth, he'll begin to work things in your life uh, around you and, and, and in your circumstances and change things. I remember when I got so excited one year soon after we got married and we were factory job and she had a... Uh, uh, I think she worked at a restaurant at the time. And, um, and so the Lord uh, told me, he said, I'm going to teach you how to prosper. And I said, he said, this year I will teach you how to prosper. And I'm saying, oh, my goodness, glory to God. He's going to show me some ways to make some money. I've got excited. I mean, we're going to have some increase, praise God. And you know what? You know what the Lord did all year long? One verse after another in the Bible taught me all year long. He never gave me one investment strategy. He never gave me one opportunity to get out there and make a lot more money other than maybe a few times of overtime at the factory. What did he teach me to prosper? How did he begin? By teaching me the Word. Leading me into truth. Amen. And there's a whole lot more to prosperity than just money. You know what I'm saying? A prosperity. You know people with money that are absolutely do not even acknowledge God in their life. That's not real prosperity in God's eyes. And I know that prosperity includes money. So I'm not down on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, and so uh, I, it has its place. But I have to tell you, 
I have to, the Holy Spirit will help you to walk in truth so that when he changes things around you, you are still well-grounded. You're still focused on God and his word. You're still got your priorities right. Amen? Amen. I've seen people that, that had an idea and ran with it and said that God prospered them. They were uh, faithful people in the church at that point. And they got so busy with this new thing and new increase, they forgot to come to church anymore. And and the last we knew, they're still out of church and they're still out there doing, you know, whatever. How many of you know there's an end to that? That's a, that's a, that's a road with an end. In other words, something will go, it, it won't always be like that. And because you reach the end of your natural abilities and wisdom and knowledge. But if you'll follow the Spirit of God into the truth of his word, I can tell you this. He will bring you into a place day by day, more and more, uh, increasing uh, uh, and bringing increase again. And when you think that it couldn't possibly be more, he will bring more increase to you but it's while you're in the word studying the word doesn't mean you just open your bible and that's all you do all day long you you understand what i mean by that there are people that that don't do anything but that and then they wonder how come god doesn't prosper them well the bible says he blesses what you set your hand to do you know what i'm saying the truth is here the truth is here, and the Holy Spirit is here to help you learn how to walk in the blessings of God and to be a blessing to others. Amen? And so I, I, I began this journey of, of, of truth and the Holy Spirit working things in my life. One of the things that had to happen was that I grew up in a family that was kind of considered nobodies, and... Uh, uh, we had less than most of the people in the community. I wouldn't say that we were exactly poor. I used to say we were. But looking back over it, there were some really good things that we had. And so uh, we we just had less than most people. Okay? And so uh, as a result, my dad had certain ideas about uh, prospering. prospering and, and, and how many of you have ever met somebody that... that as soon as somebody else prospered more and was on the rise, the person met a person that just had a had a negative comment about whatever increase. It could have been the very blessings of God, but they had they had a they had a negative comment about it. In other words, or well, you know, that was his daddy's money, you know, kind of thing, you know, or you you know, well, you know, like one man said. Uh, he said, "He said he's got one guy. He's got money because he's working hard. It's not because he's smart." And it was a put down, is what he meant. Well, you know, people come up with all kinds of things to, uh, you know, I call it a crab mentality. You know what crabs do? You can put them in a bucket. And don't they? You can put a lid on it. They'll, they'll keep each other in the bucket. If one of them starts to climb up, the rest of them will pull him back down. And a lot of people have that mentality. And so I had to, I, I, I grew up in a family a little bit like that, where we just kind of, well, you know, 
And God had to teach me the truth to get those ideas out of me and replace it with rejoicing when I see somebody increasing. You know what I'm saying? And just saying to myself, I'm, 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 I'm a candidate for the same, you know? And God has more blessing, more than enough blessings to bless all of us more than we could ever possibly imagine. He's not going to run out. He's not going to sit up there one day and say, you know, I just never imagined there would be this many people with this many needs. I should have planned better. You know God's never going to have a moment like that. The Holy Spirit is never going to leave here, go up to the Father and say, hey, you won't believe how it is down there. He knows what he's doing. So this journey of truth, changing, transforming on the inside, God always starts the work or the journey of going from where you are to where he wants you to be, starts on the inside, changes the inside first, and then he begins to change the outside. That way, when the outside is changed, you are able to walk in it and enjoy it and be able to function in it correctly. Amen? How many of you know or suspect that that the way you handle $10,000 is a lot different than you would if you had a million dollars? You understand what I mean? Different levels require different thinking and plans. And and so we have to learn, uh, have a bedrock of truth in us so that we're able to adjust in our thinking, come up to the level of thinking that God has for us so that we're able to handle uh, wisely the increase that does come our way. Amen? Another thing that about the journey is sometimes people think that that the a trip to the altar to 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 get set free is actually a very is is it's it's like a cure all you know and they walk back and they they hope God did it and that you'll have no more problems with that well the truth is if that's all you get and that's all that ever happens you will very likely have a few more problems with that because you need, first of all, you need the transformation of truth in you. You need the truth in you. Jesus himself said, the truth shall set you free. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? Well, it means that when you get this foundation of truth in you, you are, it enables you to walk in a level of, 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 of uh what God has for you, uh, and, and, and the trip to the altar is very valuable because it is a moment in time when the, you connect with the power of God, uh, hands are laid on you, or you just receive right where you are in some way, and, and you know that moment of connecting with God. There's the power of God came in and set you free, but now you also have the truth that help now you know when you walk away from there that was not the finishing point that's the beginning point of a new uh, way of living 
And you have the truth in you now that helps you go that way. Amen? And maintain that walk. Because, you see, the Christian journey is not just one experience. It is a series of, 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 of experiences. We, would, we call it walking with God. One step after another. It's not just a, a one-time big event. It is a daily thing. And I have to in, intake truth in order for that to happen. I have to continually look into the Word of God. We have the Spirit of God to help us. Look over in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and then we'll end with this. Uh, I don't know where the time went. Did somebody turn that clock forward? I don't know. Anyway, it happens when we're having a good time. Amen. All right, if I can find 1 Corinthians chapter 2. There it is, almost. I thought somebody had taken it out of my Bible. Um, I grew up with this verse. I has not seen, verse 9, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared uh, for those who love him. And so we grew up with this idea that we just can't know. It's a mystery. Uh, Some people just somehow get get into, you know, they're fortunate. Somehow, probably God just decreed that this family is going to have more than than some others, you know, and so forth. And we never read verse verse 10. Verse 10 says it this way, but, and that's another, that is a conjunction, connects that verse that we just read to what, what he says here. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. You can know. You can know what God has for you. You can know what the next thing is. You can know the next step in God's plan for your life. You can know uh, uh, the next level of living and how to get there. You can, you can uh, uh, understand more truth than what you currently know right now. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I know some people have... Come to me and says, I just can't learn. I'm just not a very good learner. But you can know. You have the Spirit of God that will show you. This is not just a natural thing. I know of a man, he couldn't read anything. He couldn't read. When he got saved, he couldn't read. He was a man out in West Texas, and, and, and God supernaturally enabled him to read the Bible. And one miraculous thing after another. Now, I'm not suggesting that you and I don't try to learn because we should. But on the other hand, God can do things in your life that you never imagined. Don't limit him by your natural abilities or your limit natural limitations. Okay? Because the Holy Spirit, uh, depend on him to do what he can do. Amen. He can take people further than what you think. He can take you further than you had ever imagined. He can raise you up to be. I mean, when you know, when I was a kid, little Amish boy, milking cows, I had no idea that I could do what I'm doing today. No idea whatsoever. I didn't, I had no idea the people that I would meet. Some of them have, you know, are, are, are well-known people, you know. 
and 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 I've had the privilege to meet them, and it's just an amazing thing. I've gone places that I never dreamed I would go. I dreamed of going to Brazil when I was a little boy out there milking cows, but I never knew how. I, I never dreamed. I never understood or imagined how I I would get there. But I wanted to go. But God is getting us there later this month. Amen. So, so I'm just saying to you tonight, you know, he says here, but God, verse 10, verse 10, here it is. God has revealed them through, uh, through his, to us through his spirit. The spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Look at verse 12 now. Now, now we have received. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? Now. Everybody say now. We're talking about right now. In this room, where we are right now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is, who is from God. And why, why did we receive him? That we might know, might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Is that amazing or what? Mm-mm-mm. All the promises of God are yes and amen. amen. Every promise in the book can be mine. Right. Hallelujah. But he shows us those things, opens things up for us. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands up to the Lord and let's thank him right now. We're about to close tonight, but how many of you are just, just tonight, you just, just begin to depend. You're going to depend as you lift your hands, just make a determination. You're going to depend on the Holy Spirit to help you with the Word. Uh, a journey of truth like you've never had before. Because that's going to set you up for some new experiences in life. In the name of Jesus. It'll take your journey to a new level. It'll cause you to be able to rise up beyond what your uh, family ever thought you could. And what those around you you may have been voted least likely to be successful in your high school, but, but, but that doesn't matter. The, the Holy Spirit can raise you up to be somebody that nobody ever dreamed of. Hallelujah. Just thank you for that right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I just uh, want to tell you, for the sake of time, that if you need prayer for something up here to, afterwards, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to, don't feel like I need to leave just right away. Uh, I will in, uh, just to spend a few moments up here at the front. And if you, you need prayer, and there's some others that will be available as well. But, you know, um, if there's pray, you need prayer for some of these things, then I want you to feel free to come. And, and and we're we're glad to pray with you, and uh, we we desire to be the vessel, a vessel that God can use, and a vessel can only be used if they're available. Amen. And so we're available for a few minutes here. And so, how many of you understand that 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 we opened ourselves up with our praise and our worship to start yielding to the one who is better. And that, and then as we yield to him in praise and worship and then get into the word, 
That is the process of helping us to build our faith so that we can receive better, more, receive the best, uh, 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 be able to profit, make a profit where uh, other people can't make a profit. Amen? And so we just thank God for that. Hallelujah. I'm just waiting just a moment here. Just, 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 just thank him one more time. Precious Holy Spirit, we just want to make sure that we've got everything done tonight that we need done. Let's worship you. Bless your name. Hallelujah. 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 Don't, don't check out. Don't check out. Don't draw back. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't just give over to frustration. Don't just uh, get into despair over what you're facing. For surely the Holy Spirit can help you. And he's, uh, whatever, whatever you're dealing with is not too big for him. Learn to worship him and magnify God in the middle of whatever you're dealing with. And allow him to come. Open yourself up to him. And then open your Bible. And begin to read. And expect him to show you answers. And he'll guide you through. He will guide you through. He will guide you through it. And you'll be able to come out on the other side. So don't give up. Don't be frustrated. Don't quit. Don't check out. Instead, draw close to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I know this has been a little different night, but that's okay. Uh, you know, there's a special work that the Holy Spirit wants to do and, and touch our lives in that way. And so, uh, so we'll be up here for a few minutes. If and so I'm going to turn it back over to you, Pastor Greg. And uh, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. As we were worshiping the Lord, I began to see how that we began to worship in the Spirit, began to pray in the Spirit. And uh, I know that there are people that have situations in their body that are not corresponding with the true will of God, and it's not operating the way they should. And I saw this in the Spirit as I was up here praying. I saw the unction of God coming into your spirit through the words that are being lifted through out of your voice, and those words are actually the parts Just like if you have your car break down, you got to get some parts. You know, you get some parts. Well, praise God, the unction is the parts. When the unction comes in, if you've got a heart issue, if you've got a lung issue, if you've got something that's going on in your body, in your blood, whatever it might be, that unction, as you begin to pray it forth, as you begin to spill it forth, Praise God, it begins to take those words and begins to adhere to that part of the body and quickens your body and makes it alive. Amen? We've taught you here that Jesus, and in his high priestly ministry, prays through you when you pray in the Spirit. Did you know that? You know, he's not up there just praying for you. He's praying through you. And when we pray in the Spirit, we are praying the literal will of God for our lives. When the unction comes, we are praying exactly what God would pray for us because he is praying through us. Amen? I remember I was, uh, you know, I pray in here. I walk this quite a bit. And 
And the Lord, you know, just I felt that I needed to pray over some situations. And, and he said, I need you to pray in the spirit. And I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm all for that. I'll pray in the spirit, but I don't know what I'm praying about. He said, I need to release some words. Oh, come on now. I need to release some words to fix some things. Praise God. Praise God. You know, that's divine mysteries. That's divine mystery. You don't know what's going to be tomorrow or next week or whatever, but the Holy Spirit does. He knows the end from the beginning. And so as we yield to the Holy Spirit and allow his unction to flow through us, allow the high priestly ministry of Jesus to infiltrate our hearts and come out of our mouth, praise God, the parts that are necessary to fix the situation in your life are transmitted from the realm of the spirit into the realm of the natural through the vehicle of the Holy Spirit in your spirit. Amen? Praise God. That's what I saw. Amen? And so I encourage you this week, if you've got some kind of off numbers, I just sense that, off numbers, maybe your blood sugar's out of whack, maybe you've got high blood pressure, maybe you've got something that's just not clicking right, it just isn't working right. Begin to yield to the unction. As he said, open yourself up and realize this is too big for me. Amen? There's no vegetable eating, no five-mile runs that are going to get you where you want to go. Listen, there are people that are healthier than you that are dying today. Amen? Sickness is a spiritual problem, and it has to be dealt with in the spirit. And praise God, we are well equipped. I said we are well equipped because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Amen? Glory to God. Someone needs to hear this. Amen? See, what what, uh, Marvin has done today is he has shown you how to open yourself up and to yield into the atmosphere and to come into the arena of the Spirit. Because we can be so busy and consumed with our lives that we're not in the awareness of who is with us and what He desires to do in our lives. And we can face situations in our life where they seem absolutely insurmountable. When we have all the power we need on the inside of us, Jesus said, that rivers of living water would flow through those that would believe upon him. Amen? Rivers denotes power, a supernatural power. Listen, our electricity is mainly ran through water power, through rivers of living water, man-made rivers. But praise God, it is a type and shadow of what's going on on the inside of you every single day. The energy and the ability and the power is always there. It doesn't shut down. There's no power shortage. The same spirit that reanimated Christ's broken body, his ravaged body, his pierced side, his pierced heart, his pierced hands, all of the abuse and the beating that he had received. His body was not even, the visage wasn't even that of a man. 
the Holy Spirit, through his power, reanimated and brought his body back into a divine form. That same spirit will quicken the believer's mortal body because he has called you to do something in this life and you need health and you need wealth in this life to do what God has called you to do. And how does he do it? He does it by the Spirit of God in your spirit. Hallelujah. I'm energized today. How about you? Well, take off and run. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says that we are strengthened by His Spirit in our spirit, in our inner man. Where does strength come from? It comes by the Spirit of God in your spirit. Where does wisdom come from? It comes from the Spirit of God to your spirit. What you need to fix that relational problem with your child is in the unction. What you need to to help that marriage situation is in the unction. Amen? We need to stop seeking answers and seek the answer. Amen? And just as Marvin said, we need to continue to keep our focus on the Lord. Well, how do I keep my focus on the Lord? Do I just get a picture of Jesus and look at it? No, I open his word. And the spirit of truth corresponds with the word of truth and begins to build something on the inside of me. And as that building is being built on the inside of me, the inner environment begins to affect the outer weather. Oh, I tell you what, this is good stuff tonight. Good stuff, Marvin. Amen. Praise God. This stuff will save you money. Save you a lot of heartache if you learn how to yield to the Spirit of God. Amen. So we want to give you an opportunity as you're leaving. You can give towards this ministry. Praise God, we got two more Wednesday nights with Marvin. It's going wonderfully, and we're building and building and building. And I, I just believe God is uniting and bringing people together. And he's causing the church to grow and excel in our ability to house and manifest the Spirit of God in a very relevant way to our community and to our world. Amen? And that's the sole purpose of this. You may not realize this, but each one of you is a living stone, a building block of a temple, a habitation of God that God wants to inhabit and manifest himself in. Amen? Amen. Now, praise God, he inhabits every believer. Praise God. We Individually, we have the Spirit of God, but collectively, he wants to do something, and that's why we're doing this. It's because we're coming together as living stones, and just as the temple was built without the hammer, without noise, praise God, God is building something without sound here tonight. Amen? And praise God, when we go into this fall, when we go into this next season, hallelujah, this house, I said this house, is going to manifest the Holy Spirit in dynamic ways that will affect the whole world. Amen? You believe that? Praise the Lord.
Marvin will be up here. Uh, the ministers will be up here to minister to any need that you might have tonight. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you Friday night. We're going to have a wonderful family night, so I encourage you to be there. Hamburgers and hot dogs. Those are the will of God. Amen. That is at the marriage supper of the Lamb. I know that that's where my seat will be, where the cheeseburgers are. Amen. All you can eat with no effects on my newly, praise God, recreated body. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's going to be a good time. We'll have basketball. We've got some things going. We've got some games that we can play. And then we're going to, you know, all have a family movie and just fellowship. It's a, it's a total fellowship. And it's to invite people from the community to bring them in so that we can minister to them, uh, you know, as they're here. Praise the Lord. Amen. And show them what God is doing here. Hallelujah. And then the Holy Spirit experience will be next Sunday. Amen. And we're going to talk about the fire of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for me. Saturday morning, I'm going to be uh, preaching to 300 Pakistan pastors on Zoom. So you be praying for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday. Amen. Or Friday. Praise God. Amen.